All right, we made it back a week later. <laughs> How about that? We're not that lazy. It's really not I that mean, hard. I was actually thinking about it the other day, and I'm just like, we're we just need to do it. Yeah, you know, nobody's that yeah. busy. Like if, yeah, I know. I mean, it's not like we're emergency room doctors here. You know, it's like exactly. Yeah, yeah. You do have a small child. That's that does, which is actually less of an excuse because I'm home a lot. That's true. That's true. So, so I'm like gonna right blame, now, I'm gonna, just I'm gonna blame you. I'm gonna, we'll just blame you. Yeah, this is a perfect time to do it almost any day of the week because okay. she goes right, right now for a nap. Okay. All right. Um. So a lot to talk about as usual. Um. I. I don't know what you've been following this week, but I've just been following Florida um, like like crazy, like a hawk. Um, and Florida, Ron DeSantis, and then also my other um, pet concern that's come up over and over again is border control and Biden yeah. on, on the border. So I thought maybe we sure. talk about those two things. Okay. Let's do it. This is No Politics at the Dinner Table. I'm Tony Biancasino. And I'm Amit Prakash. This week, we're going to go through some headlines, um, stuff coming out of the great state of Florida, um, and then also what our president, Joe Biden, ran on and what he's doing with regard to the border. Sounds fun. Okay. All right. All right. So let's let's start with uh, well, Florida. Um so we know that Ron DeSantis got like, I don't know, like 64% of the vote, you know, like just crushed and has like this resounding political mandate in Florida now. Um, what he's doing with it is, is like a fever dream for the hard right um, in terms of like policy changes. I'm just going to go down a, a quick list um, and then I want to end on the one that I kind of want to like develop a little bit because it hits closest to home for me because I'm in education. Um, but um, so a couple of things. One, he is, you know, got on the, the docket right now and their legislative session actually started yesterday um, and they've got um, a majority in the Senate as well. So they're probably going to pass all this stuff is my point. Uh Allowing people in Florida to carry concealed weapons without a permit or training. Um, banning diversity and equity programs in all public universities. Expanding school vouchers to include uh, private, charter, religious, and homeschooling and tutoring. Uh, allowing a death sentence without a unanimous jury. Uh, making it easier to sue news media. And then just, this was just reported, I think, yesterday to reduce to the ban, restrict abortion down to six weeks, um, which is just, you know, um, which means like he needs to take biology again. But, but like, uh, it, it, those are just like some of the, of the things that are, that are on the docket that might well become state law in Florida. Um, some of it already has, right? So some of the, and this is the education stuff. So one of the things that uh, people might have heard about is that there's these two laws that, um, you know, one of them is called like the Parental Transparency Act, uh, which is basically that the idea that what are on the bookshelves in classrooms and in uh, libraries need to be sort of 
um, transparent to the parent population so they understand what their kids are being exposed to and digesting. Um, and what that then means and what it has meant for the past few weeks is that a number of uh, entire school districts, county school districts, have closed their libraries in order to comply with the law to go through, and this, there's a whole process apparently, is that there's like this centralized database, like an Excel sheet, where you have all the books in the library, yep. and then you've got 60 people I think they've hired to read all of the books, and there's something like 1.6 billion titles that they have to go through. Um, and then they have to sort of mark off of like, it's age appropriate, does it deal with sex, are there curse words, all of this sort of stuff, they put that in, and then only can those books then be sort of um, put back on the shelves without fear from the administration, the school administration, right? Yeah. So what is what that's meant is that they've closed down a lot of the school libraries. They've in there's pictures of um, you know like elementary school classrooms with um, construction paper over all of the books, so the kids can't see the books. So like they're going to school, but they're not allowed to like access the books. Um, the 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 books that have come up and been flagged um, have been like a like a kid's storybook about the life of Roberto Clemente, you know, the, the, uh, the pitcher. Um, Tony Morrison's The Bluest Eye. Um, I mean, there, there's, there's all these, you know, from, from really things that you would think are like completely benign to like high literature um, that are now kind of, you know, possibly going to be banned, right? So that's, that's one. The other thing is the, what you might've heard about is the uh, Stop Woke Act. Um, and that, you know, that's like this very weird um, uh, bill that was, by the way, woke stands for uh, stop wrongs to our kids and employees. That's how they, they put it officially. Um, but basically it's, it's about making sure that any material that is taught in the classroom, any of the curriculum, does not make people feel emotionally bad about their identity, right? So that, that basically, like, you shouldn't feel guilt um, if you, you know, read about slavery or something like that, um, that these things should be sort of shielded, right? So that's that's where we are with with Ron DeSantis in terms of Florida. Um, now, I would say like I got a lot of thoughts about this, but like but the 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 number one thing is that I think he's doing all this, and I think the Republicans are backing him on all this because they tried, you know, due to Bernie Sanders, who basically um, awoke a. Uh, a working movement, basically, people who work for a living, um, who realize that they're getting screwed over in various ways, that that basically, you know, class and socioeconomic hierarchy in this country is like so out of whack that um, there has to be some sort of economic settlement for, for things to get better. And the Republicans realize that, okay, we're going to go after these working class voters, right? But they also realize that their policies fly in the face of the interests of working class voters, right? So that they're totally in, to even more so than the Democrats, are totally like financially captured by their uh, corporate overlords, basically. So what do they do? They have to go to culture. They can't do the economy, so they have to go to culture, right? So that 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 is the the, the strategy is to just hit hard on these sort of cultural things, 
um, even though it's completely incoherent with all the other stuff they say. You know, that people like, oh, it's these, you know, like the the snowflakes who are like worried about their feelings getting hurt and blah, blah, blah. And then here we go. We have the Stop Woke Act, which is like, don't make me feel weird, you know, in, in, in class because I read something and it makes me feel like odd inside. Right. So I for me, like if I was teach, if I was a teacher in Florida, I would be looking for another job yesterday. Like, I mean, literally, I mean, I would be fleeing that place. Um, there's already been a hostile takeover of the new college of Florida, which is like their kind of bastion, well-known, um, liberal arts state college, like very well regarded for a long time. And it's been completely taken over. Um, and he wants to sort of recraft it and rebrand it as a conservative, like an explicitly conservative bastion. Um, and, I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, I find it on the one hand, I'm like, okay, this is Florida. Maybe this will fly in Florida. If he becomes a candidate and, and goes, wins a prime, wins the primaries when he's in the general election, this is not going to fly, right? Like m most people don't want this. Mm -hmm. Um, on the other hand, you never know, right? Because like Brexit and Donald Trump happened. So you never know where, where the voters are going to go. So it's, it's, I find it very scary. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to step away from like labeling it like fascism. I don't think that's like very helpful. Um, but it's certainly about control, right? Like sort of sort of control of, of message. Um, and which again is completely incoherent with his most recent book, which is called like the courage to be free or something like that. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just like, all right, I don't know. I don't know. Thoughts. <clears throat> Um, it's kind of desperate, right? They don't have a whole lot to run on. So, you know, the economy's doing well. The recession that they keep saying is going to happen is not happening. Foreign policy is at an all-time high. I think maybe almost in my lifetime, I've never felt like Europe so um, aligned with the United States. It feels like the, you know, it feels like the allied forces are like, it's there. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's it's in your face. Um <clears throat> What do you have left to attack? You know, Biden will get to the border crisis, but he's just as hard, if not harder, on the border than Trump. Um, you know, he's about to tax the billionaires. So what do you have left? You have to attack. I get in fights all the time with my friends about this, like the whole like woke thing. First of all, I'm so I'm so overhearing the word. And I actually think the voters will be really ex there's woke fatigue that's going to mm. happen and it's really it's going to be woke fatigue from the other side right um because i always say to people like who's been canceled like who maybe harvey weinstein yeah right like who else is canceled L louis ck selling out arenas uh donald trump's running for president again like i i don't know who's canceled like that that thing there's 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 brett, brett kavanaugh's on the supreme court <laughs> There's public shaming that goes on for a while and it might be annoying, but like cancel culture is not really real. Like what happens is the people who are so uh, vocal and they're the annoying and you can label them radical left. Like these people that are just like they're, they're, they're they wake up in the morning to be outraged by everything like revisionist history, get rid of all the founding fathers, get rid of this. Let's start pure. They're really fucking annoying. And 
I try to tell people they're actually a pretty small group of people. They're just really good at social media. Mm-hmm. So like the, they have the megaphone, but the, the audience isn't really there. They're just talking themselves. Like I don't identify with them. I, they annoy me. I want them to go away. Um, but I just find this thing that the Republicans are doing and, and, and their voters, which is just, it's not shocking. It's like the voting out of the, the hip hypocrisy of their votes. So you want to be, you know, they love Elon Musk because he's free speech. Well, he's censoring the shit out of everybody on Twitter right now, including people that don't like him. He's mm-hmm. just getting rid of them. Right. Uh, you're banning books. You're uh, attacking Disney. You are, you know, you're jumping in on abortion. This is government control. This is the opposite of like less government. Um, so it's, I don't know how to teach morons that like just look who's trying to control you and who's not. Like that's really how you should vote. If you're really all about free speech, then like who gives a shit if a book about a transgender five year olds in the library don't read it. Who gives a shit? By the way, you don't go to the library. So like, let's just be real here. You don't go to the library because you couldn't you couldn't be someone that's well read and be supporting these idiots. So this is this is the thing that the the pandemic has wrought is that every every kid went home and suddenly the parents became experts on school. Of course, you know, you know and and so they've meanwhile, got. You meanwhile, know, teen suicides at an all time high. Depression is at levels we've never seen while keeping records. Like clearly, you didn't do a good job. Your kids didn't come back smarter. They came back dumber. Literally, the math scores, the English scores are down. That's on you. You were home with the kids. You can't blame the teachers. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. Um, but it's also like, I'm not as worried as you. Why? Because you think I'm it's going to fizzle out. It's it's not that it's going to fizzle out. It's just that like it's annoying. It's as <laughs> annoying as the. I find this radical. Like that to me is radical fringe right. You know, he's not, Ron Sanders didn't necessarily storm the Capitol, but like I'm sure he was rooting it on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just as crazy as the, you know, Occupy Wall Street people that were like, okay, guys, annoying. Wall Street's not going away. Get out of here. Like there are these, and I get it. They're all about change and their control, whatever it is. You might agree or disagree with some of the stuff, but like when things go too far in one direction, specifically in this country, it's annoying because we have it good here. Like if you're not and if you're not an immigrant, if you're not like a first generation something, if you've been here for a while, you can kind of navigate it. You know what to expect. I'm not saying it's good for everybody. Like I live in the South. Believe me, I see the uh, racial disparity and, and things you get and don't get. I'm just saying for the people that show up to vote for the most part, you have it pretty good. So. The, the attacks on drag, you know, uh, drag brunches, whatever. It's like people are really having a hard time financially. You really, that's what you're banking yeah, on. Right. You're banking on the dude, who, the, 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 the parents who are, you know, single income household, whose job got, doesn't have a job anymore, who have diabetes, who, you know, are on welfare. You're banking on them being outraged about a drag show. God bless you. If you went on that, then I ha- I know nothing about the country. But I think if DeSantis was smart, well, we could save it for party favors later if we have time. But I, I, I could tell him exactly what he needs to be running on. And this whole attacking Disney thing, like, it's it's corny, man. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to just, like, we can move on from this. I, I just want to. Oh, also, hold on. Yeah, yeah. One last thing. Mm-hmm. If you're a public school teacher and you have the means to quit, 
then quit. I get it if like that's your job and you're a single mother or single father and and you can't, but like quit. Let the people in Florida get dumber. Like let them let them have it. If that's what they're voting in, let them have it because there's only so much you could do. If you're afraid to go to your job, then you need to find another job. This this is a this is a if you can. Good way to end on because what is the number one <laughs> killer of children in America? Guns. Guns, right? Yeah. So with this whole um, you know, stop wrongs to our kids and employees, right? Stop right. woke. You're making it more dangerous. You're literally allowing for concealed carry without a permit, but the most dangerous thing for you is a book, right? Like a book can maybe change some of these perspective and so on. Um, But the idea that we should not be policing guns more um, and which are killing teachers and kids on basically, you know, once a month now, you know, maybe twice a month. It's just unbelievable. It's just like part of the, the, the regular violence of this country now. Um, that that's not going to be addressed, but rather it's going to be, you know, books about a kid with two moms, right? Like that's, that's, that's the problem, right? Did you I see that... John Stewart's interview of uh, Nathan Dom, Dom or whatever his name is? No, no. What's oh that? my God. Um, it. Well, anyone listening should watch it. He interviewed uh, this um, Oklahoma Republican state senator. Okay. And it was about gun control and okay. just eviscerates the guy. eviscerates this guy and it's very much in line with what we're talking about right now we're Mm -hmm. like you actually don't care about safety of anybody including cops if you are pro blind eyed anything that has to do with guns right and john stewart's not like a a no gun guy he's like a reform regulated regulation yeah yeah Yeah. um it's pretty spectacular and i I would i would suggest watching it's short and wonderful okay all right yeah so yeah, okay. So that's that's uh, Governor Ron. Um, let's 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 move on to the press. I still think Trump wants his ass in the primary. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll do a quick party favors. Okay. So um, Joe Biden. Um, Joe Biden, did you read his, uh, New York times op-ed by the way, the other day, I did saving Medicare and so on. I did. Gotta say, loved it. Loved it. Thought it was Me so too. good. It's really, you know, I know he didn't write it. I know somebody else wrote it, but man, did they capture his voice? Yeah. It was really good. It, it was really, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> it was like, man, that. Old that, Joe doesn't give two shits that, anymore. Yeah, that aide should really get a gold star for that one. Um, I so, agree. Yeah, it was it was it was really good. Um, and you know, you look at some of the things that he's done so far, and they're really positive, right? So I want to start with that. There, you know, he's done a lot, way, exceeded my expectations, way beyond like um, what I thought he was going to be doing. So great. However, and this is a big however. Um, it, the U.S. now, the Biden administration has decided that it's going to probably reinstate the detention of migrant families at the border 
in basically the ice prisons that yep. litter the southern border. Um, and I'll just, you know, give you a quick quotation here um, from uh, candidate Biden. Uh, this is June 2020 that he put on Twitter. Children should be released from ICE detention with their parents immediately. This is pretty simple. I can't believe I have to say this. Families belong together. All right. So that was 2020 when he was running. And now that he's president and he actually has the power to you know, craft this policy and implement it, um, he is going back to family detention. Um, and that's because another pandemic thing that was kept title 42 which was basically you get to throw out asylum seekers without even um them you know getting a chance to petition because of like health concerns that is fading and that now family detention is going to be the new sort of deterrent um for for migration um it's cruel it's inhumane it's the opposite of what he ran on um and the idea that the border is some sort of fortress that uh, is there just to sort of repel effectively the poor, right? I mean, that's, that's what it's really about. Like rich uh, people from, from the global South can get in, right? Like, like if you fly first class and you're rich and you're from like another country, you're fine. But if, if effectively it's about poverty, right? So if you're poor, yeah, this is for you. Um, and I, I don't know, like, I, I hope the ACLU fights him on this. I hope all, you know, I hope there's like a million and one lawsuits that come crashing down. I also think it's like a big problem um, because what he's trying to do, this is, you know, politics at work. He wants to show he's tough on the border. He he just, you know, went back on, on the other thing in D.C., uh, like the whole like D.C., um, rewriting of their rules about self-governance and stuff like that basically he was he was for it and now he's against it um and he's trying to show that you know he's he's like tough on crime tough on the border right that's that's basically what he's trying to do that is a dangerous game um when you have a kind of shaky coalition that got you there in the first place Right. So it's it wasn't like everybody's like so psyched about Joe Biden to begin with. We're like, OK, well, well we don't want Trump, so we're going to vote for Joe Biden. Now he's doing OK, but then he's also literally doing the exact opposite of what he said he was going to do, um, which does not bode well if you're going to run again. I don't know. What do you think? God, sometimes you got to play politics, dude. I mean, yeah, but it's people's <clears throat> lives. I know it sucks. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying I want the job, but I'm saying that is the job. Sometimes you got to look at the end goal. What's the end goal to win? Um, yeah, but he's their, already won. That's the thing. He's won. Well, he's running and, again. He's running again, and they're shipping. You know, look. Where was the outrage from people in Texas and people in D.C. or wherever, where they were shipping these people in the freezing cold, the Martha's Vineyard? Like, I don't remember. Uh, the the Republican uh, uh, um, surveys where where their popularity went down. I don't remember that. So like, I don't know. You got to look at that stuff. It, these are you're trying to win, 
and one of your weaknesses, because it's just something that's slightly out of control, they haven't figured out, none of these presidents have figured out, is like the border's a problem. I don't have the answer for it. I have no idea. I do know there's a lot of jobs here that Americans don't want. So I think we could use uh, some labor, like in people that want to work. Um, I mean, I live in New Orleans. You, you you talk to anybody that owns a restaurant or hotel here, they can't fill the jobs. We're talking jobs for 20 to $30 an hour. People don't want them. People don't want to work. So I see the benefit of bringing in people, figuring out a program where you, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and try to. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mr. so Funkin, uh, immigration. I, but I, I, I have got to like, win. I have strong views on like you know labor migration, and I think it should be much more open. Like I think it makes no sense. I mean, it makes uh, a, a very cynical sense that capital is allowed to move, but labor is not. Yeah. Um, but but um, you know, in a just world, both should be able to move. Like that's what the quote unquote free market would allow, right? Like if you move yeah. to the job that you want to get, right, and if yeah. you compete for it. Um, so it but let's let's bracket that let's just say okay that that we have this system where you're allowed to sort of select economically which of course because we know the sort of the structure of the global hierarchy that also controls for race but you know we're 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 we're, uh, we're selecting economically i'm talking about like asylum seekers like people fleeing their lives right so like that's like about people who are fleeing gang violence who are, um, you know, political refugees, all, all, all these different sort of um, legally mandated, there's international treaties about this that U.S. Are, is a signatory to, that you're supposed to at least hear their, you're supposed to hear them out, right? Um, and the Biden administration first said, we're going to keep the Trump Title 42 and just kick them out because we can say, oh, COVID, so we're just going to kick you out. We're not even going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And now that that is being sunset, we're going to go to family detention because now we're just going to arrest you all and put you in prisons. Mm-hmm. And once that gets around, maybe that'll deter people from even seeking asylum as if people want to seek asylum, as if people want to flee for their lives. Right. So, so um, that's where, you know, the, the refrain during the Trump administration, the critique coming from the left was, Oh, you know, their border policy, the cruelty is the point. I think this is the same thing. It's, the cruelty is the point, right? It's it it might be done with like the kind smile of Joe Biden, but the actual policy is really cruel. Okay, cruel is not something we're debating. I'm also I I I don't I can't debate immigration policy. I don't know anything about it. I just but but coming from that viewpoint where I don't know a whole lot about it, I'm the perfect person to gauge the election on. Um. I do see both sides of it where, of course, like there's immigration is a healthy, we wouldn't be here without like immigration. Um, But it seems like it's a problem. It seems at least like it's a problem for people in border states. You know, we won Arizona last time. Okay. Guess where there's a border problem, Arizona. So do you want DeSantis or Trump or do you want Joe Biden? Possibly that that's literally how I'm looking at this. Like I'm literally removing my heart and mind from this and concentrating on the long game, which is we have to figure out the border. We're not going to figure it out by 24. There's a very important election. You got to do what you got to do. And it sucks. And I'm uh, maybe people will get mad at me for saying that, but it could be a a product of (laughs) me getting older, (laughs) but 
you know, I, I just like, I, I guess I understand the job a little bit more. Like it's a shitty job. Like, do we send tanks that are going to kill Russians? Do we, it sucks. Like a lot of being the president is like making inhumane decisions, but like they're decisions that hopefully somehow create something better down the road. Um, here's what I can tell you. If DeSantis or Trump win, it's going to get a lot worse for the Yes, of course. Of course. So, so. Or, I, I, or. The rhetoric will get worse, and the policies will stay. This is this is very what I'm possible. saying, right? This is what very I'm saying possible. is like some, some, this is like a rhetorical shift, but the policy remains the same. Right? I know. You know what it is, dude? It comes down to what we always talk about. It's hard for people to give a shit about migrants when they're having a tough time here, and that's what the Republicans are so good at getting at. Is like the the misplaced anger, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people yeah. are pissed off. It's, it's, um, it's generational, you know, um, what do you call it? Um, poverty, anger that resentment. somehow is getting, yes, resentment that somehow has gotten blamed on Democrats and, and the Republicans have done a really good job. Meanwhile, ha most of the, you know, states living below the poverty line are red states. <laughs> But somehow they've done a really good job at labeling that as a democratic, woke, radical, socialist problem. Um, you're right. Bernie Sanders kind of brought a lot of those people back and made them kind of hate everybody, which is, I think is a really good thing. But um, you got to you got to fix insulin pr prices. You got to fix uh, um insurance medical shit. You got to fix welfare. There's a lot of stuff you got to do before people in the country are going to give a shit about the border. And that, that sucks. It's just the if you look at uh, Trump's victory in 16, you got to keep looking at that playbook. Well, You're I not, think it's not in the past. The, here's it's the very thing. Much people, the present. people do care about their border, but they care about it in a very specific way. Yes. Right. Like they don't actually care about the migrant. They have an idea of the migrant and they have an idea of what the border and what borders are supposed to do. Yes. Right. And. And, and that's what's sort of fixated on and built upon by Republican ideology and, you know, advertising and all that kind of stuff. And, and you're right. They're really good at it. Really they're really good. good at producing a problem at the border. Right. So, like, yes, I think that's something to even think about. It's like, is there a problem or is there the production of a problem at the border? Fine. You know, this like, guy shipped Abbott shipped little kids to freezing cold. Martha's Vineyard in yeah. December and somehow he's popular in a what I think they consider a Christian um, state where religion's very part of it that's the voting base you're dealing with in a lot of places man are like deep 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 hypocrites and I think what the Biden administration is doing is like getting rid of they're putting on armor and trying to, to to alleviate weaknesses one of the big weaknesses you know they're going to come at him with is the border you know the wall that yeah. people believe the wall where you go on youtube and see people literally popping hopping through the wall it's hilarious yeah um and i think he's got a little time to try to like get numbers down and have some progress so he could say look what we're doing we did this we're saving medicaid we're social security and now another four years by the time i'm done the border will be completely sealed off or whatever whatever it is it's 
if you can do it, you you can. If you can't, you can't. But like, I have the ability to just understand sometimes politics are politics, and like, I'm not mad at him for doing it. I'm 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 sad that people are so stupid and heartless and awful. But um, the alternative to me is going the opposite direction, and and maybe it's rhetoric, maybe it's more, and that's a little scarier to me. At least with Joe Biden, I kind of know what I'm getting. Joe Biden's a Republican from 2000, you know, like. Maybe leaning a little left mm. of that, but yeah, like he's right. he's basically like a I don't know dull Republican. You know what I mean? Like yeah. same kind of uh, um, era, and that's what we have. So for him to be slightly heartless at the border is not shocking to me. It's not a it's not a deal breaker for me. It's somewhat expected. Um, I hope they figure out a better policy and and people can understand that like we actually really need that labor to grow our our economy like. We need that. Um, but I won't hold my breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. All you right. Know. Shall we do I mean, They're attacking uh, Disney. I thought that was off limits. You know? Yeah, well, you know. Magic Kingdom. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, um, good luck, dude. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. Good luck, Mr. Ron DeSantis. The, 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 you want to get into party favors? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do party let's favors. Let's do it real quick. We have, we have a couple minutes. All right, let's just because we're on it. Let's go Republicans first. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. go specifically for dissent, the DeSantis people. Mm-hmm. One thing you're doing really well is keeping him off of microphones. You don't really see a lot of him talking because. He's kind of not likable. Mm -hmm. So like most people don't really know what he sounds like. They haven't seen him. He sucks. He's really bad. So you're doing a really good job. His popularity is going up, but we're not really, you know, we see him at a thing once in a while. That's really smart. Um, But why you're not just all in on like how one, you were right about COVID, even though science wouldn't necessarily say so, but like you kept it open the masks were effective and not effective, whatever there's debates going on. And you could say, look, we had a healthy economy. People thrive. We grew our real estates, but that is all people give a shit about really. In the long run, you have your like kind of pseudo military experience. I think he was like a lawyer in the military. I don't think he like, and I'm not taking it from him, but like Mm -hmm. you did it. And if you're running for president, you get that it's, you get to say, I'm a veteran. You got that. You got the economy that crushed. You got that. You, I mean, you did a pile driver to your opponents. Like you, you got you at Miami Dade, which doesn't normally happen. Like you, you, you got Latino votes. You did all the stuff. Why you're going after Disney and drag shows is real weird to me, and I think it's a bad move. And you're gonna get crushed <clears throat> by Trump. I think Trump's gonna use all that against him. I think Trump's gonna go in like this guy's attacking Disney, like. Like he's setting up, I, I just picture him and Trump on the stage and, and DeSantis is going to get cleaned. He, he's going to yeah. get his clock cleaned on the stage. And I'm literally looking at all these things he's doing, including the no permit thing. I actually think Trump will use that against him. You know, that's not protecting cops. That's not protecting. I just think there's a lot of stuff he's doing that's like major blunders. And I'm like, guys, you're kind of teed up to like make a real run here. I'd, maybe that their ideology is just like fucked up and that this is actually what means a lot to them and that'll be what kills them in the end. But like, it doesn't seem smart politically to me. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I think- good luck getting Louisiana, dude, because, uh, or, or at least like New Orleans, which is a huge voting base here. Like, you're not getting rid of our drag shows. We wear dresses every holiday. <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Like, how, how stupid are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's weird. You're yeah. not getting California. You're not. You know, I don't know. Yeah, well, they're they're. Cons- I mean, I think you know, if and I think they are thinking nationally here is that they're, they're conceding a lot of that stuff, right? They're still going to get Louisiana because of the abortion yeah, and guns and all that. But, 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 um, you know, they, they know they have no shot in New York and California, but, but they think that they can, if they can get the center, right. If they can get the center of the country and like, just clean up, right. Not that, getting Pennsylvania. You know, Maybe you're not getting Michigan. Not going to happen. Who knows? Not going to happen. Ohio. Look at the Michigan governor race, dude. She whooped their asses. I know, but it's different when it goes national, right? It is different. No. Um, So, but anyway, anyway, so I would just say that I totally agree with you. I think they're, they're making a hail Mary pass right now, basically saying that we're going to run on this culture thing because we think that we'll get the center of the country. Forget we're going to concede the coasts. Um, and that's going to work on the center. And I think you're right that it's, it works, it's working very well in Florida, whether that will work in a national election. I don't know about that. I don't know about that at all. Not happening. Um, in terms of my party favorites for, for Trump, um, I think he should be doing exactly what he's doing right now, which is hanging tight, right? Which is just sitting there waiting to pounce effectively. Um, when he's got everybody really, Yeah, because everybody's like, what is this guy doing? You know, like this is his like TV strategy. You know, he's like keeping up the mystery. You know, what's what's going to happen when 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 is the mic going to drop? What is he going to do next? You know, that whole thing. Um, You know, there's been all this again, like the, the triumphalism of The New York Times about like the end of Trump is like so silly. Um they talked about CPAC and how it was like, you know, poorly attended. That might've been true, right? Who cares? Like, that's just like one thing it's it, but guess what? Who was, who was the key figure there? It's Donald Trump. Um, people are, you know, still, he's got a huge base, right? He's got a massive base and he's the kingmaker, right? People don't still won't cross him in, in Hell the Republican no. field. Like you can't, you Hell can't cross him. You right. Cross so, him. so, you know, like he's actually should keep on keeping on yeah, uh, in terms of his, his approach. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, New York times will do what they always do and just like print what they want. But like Donald Trump cleaned the stage up with master debaters, including Hillary Clinton, who's like, a Yale graduate, been in the White House most of her life, who knows right. world politics. He's a moron, and he mopped the floor with her because he is a TV guy. He's a fight promoter. He is a dude who doesn't give a shit. So I agree with you. I just wanted to echo the, my agreement with you. Um, let them all sweat. Yeah. I love what he said about Nikki Haley. Uh, I, I, she, I'm glad she's running. I mean, even though she said I was the greatest modern American president of all, t- of all time, uh, <laughs> good luck to her. You know, it's like he's telling her, like, yeah. I can't wait to debate you. We're right. talking about your praise for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. why would you come against it? You think yeah. you're going to be the greatest? Like, anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Democrats. Democrats. You can go first. I, yeah. I think so, I know where you're going to go. Yeah, so I... <laughs> My thing with the Democrats is that 
I don't know. I've been waffling about this, man. But but I do think that people are going to have to we're going to have to like rally around Biden. Right. Like that that if other Democrats get into the field, you know, to as a primary challengers, uh-huh. which might which is eminently possible. Right. It's sure. eminently possible. And we have our reasons for this, because as we know, Joe is old and we don't necessarily want Kamala. Um, so if that's the case, um, it does make sense that people would be thinking about entering. And I would say that Joe Biden needs to come out very soon and say, I'm running, I want to win. And I'm, you know, I feel vigorous and all the things, right. That you have to say to say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to live out this presidency and so on. Um, so people can start getting excited in some way to vote for him, right? Um, rather than another round of hoping of lesser evilism, right? That, that oh, it's well, it's, it, we just have to go with this guy because God knows we don't want DeSantis or Trump, right? So I think the, the, the quicker you launch your ship um, saying that I'm doing this and this is my positive agenda, the more time you have to build a bigger, wider and more durable coalition. Okay. Um, I don't see why we would have to rally around Joe Biden. Like, I want to rally around Joe Biden. I think he can win. Like, yeah, unless Bernie Sanders somehow jumps in, which he's not going to. There's no one zero that I would put up to run for president besides Joe Biden. I'm if 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 the next four years are a reflection well, of you, the first you, four. You've mentioned Gretchen Whitmer, right? I mean, what if she jumped as in? As a vice. But what if she jumped in as a candidate? Joe. I'd, rather, okay. I'd vote for Joe. Okay. Here, here's the deal, man. Like, we have to get away from this, like, favorite player thing, right? Like, they're running our country. He's doing a good job. Like, I, I can't, I can't fire you because I like someone else a little better or like the potential of someone else. I'm going to judge Joe Biden on the four years he was president and good luck beating him because I'm really pleased with the way he's handling the Ukraine war. I'm really pleased with the economy. I'm pleased that he's about to tax billionaires or at least try to attempt to, um, that he's taken on some progressive things that he's like fighting for progressive rights. Good luck trying to trying to be a little more radical than that and win. You know, like Bernie was our shot. He's the one that got away. People are morons. But Joe is doing a good job because he's old. That's that his age is actually if, if you really sit back, it's not a bad thing. It's a bad thing in that like he might die. I feel bad for him because we're like <laughs> waiting for him to die. Yeah. But like, you know, he's in pretty good shape. You know, like, the guy's still the fucking president and it looks like he has more energy than me. Um so I'm going to not do that. And, you know, I I know 80 year olds that like I think are, are all there and really wise and smart. And like there's there is something that comes with age, which is wisdom, which has been there, seen all that bullshit, good and bad. Um, and also like Joe Biden. And I, I don't get any pleasure out of saying this. He's not going to be here in 25 years unless he's breaking a record. Um, what's that like to push policy through like? I, want, I have a real legacy. I'm a grand, great grandfather. Like I'm on my way out. I'm in my last chapter. Like you can, you can get excited. There's a couple pages left. You don't want the book to end yet. Like that's exciting to me, you know, like who knows what that gets you. So I like Gretchen, but 
I want her to be the vice president and I'll love her in four years, you know, eight years from now, mm -hmm. if she runs like as of today, she'll, she, she's my, one of my front runners. Um, we'll see how that pans out. A lot can happen. But, um, yeah, I, I think my advice for him is slightly different than yours. I kind of like that. He's not talking about running. I kind of like that. He's just getting shit done. Okay. Like just, just he's just governing. He's like, let, let me just, yeah, do like, yeah. like imagine that where he's like, I don't have time for that bullshit. Like I'm, I'm, I, I got to save the Ukraine. I got to fix the border. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like that's kind of powerful. Like I'm not playing politics. Let these morons on the other side, duke it out, storm the Capitol, you know, Ron, Donald, Nikki, these morons. I, I don't have time for it. Like, I'm here to serve you. And when it's time to run, I'll jump in. And maybe that's the message I would put out is like, I'm working. I'm too busy to deal with mm, the idiots. Interesting. Um, yeah. Because like I just like, I just like the fact that he isn't really talking about it a lot. He's not commenting on Nikki Haley. He's kind of just like, like the op-ed thing I think was exactly that. It was right. like all these people saying all this woke bullshit. Hey, by the way, here's what I want to do for your pockets in the New York Times, like take a read. This is now published. Like hold me to it. That's a little more powerful than like I'm running for pre like we're assuming he's running for president. Just at this point, does anybody really doubt Joe Biden is running for president, barring a serious physical setback or mental setback? Fuck no. These people work their whole lives. They're egomaniacs. They're probably borderline sociopaths. And you think he's going to walk away? The guy was trying to get, he ran for president how many times? <laughs> I'm suddenly just going to walk away because people think I'm old? Are you fucking crazy? No. You'd have to drag him out kicking and screaming or drag him out because he can't kick and scream. That's it. Period. I hate his vice president. I'll still reluctantly vote even though she's on the ticket. I can't stand her. I wish she would go away. I find her as disingenuous as Nikki Haley. That's how. That's what I think of her. I think mm -hmm. they're on the same level. She's yeah. a Tulsi Gabbard. She's a career ladder climber who I don't know really what she stands for. Um, but he still will probably win. And I, maybe he's not going to stir the the pot by getting rid of her. I, I would get rid of her anyway, or politely, like they asked Pete Buttigieg when he stepped out of the race, like ask her to quit. Mm -hmm. Um. That would be nice. But yeah, my, my advice is actually just work. Put your head down and work right now. Nobody's really mad at Joe Biden. Let's keep going. Yeah. All right. Like it. Like it. All right. All right. Well, um, we have a good guest coming up um, yeah. in early April. Um, just want to tease that. This guy, Matt Connolly, who wrote a book called The Declassification Engine. Uh, which is about secrecy in American politics and like the whole sort of classification regime and like how much we get to know in democracy. Um, so that's going to be coming up, um, I think, around the first week of April. So look out for that one. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll start getting back more. We'll, we'll, we'll commit to weeklies. Yeah. Um, no Politics at the Dinner Table is produced by Amit Prakash. Beats by Jeet Baderoy. A wonderful theme song by Alex Tepper. Um, please go check out our website uh, and buy Ahmed's book. Ahmed's book is great. It's getting getting a lot of love, um, you know, and it's a great book. And I think if you give a shit about um, the history of uh, policing in France, in France, excuse me, uh, it's important. It's, there's some direct parallels to uh, some of the stuff we got going on here that I think you'll find interesting. Uh, where can I get that? Amazon. 
You can get it everywhere. You can get it from Oxford University Press. You can get it from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, the whole the whole shebang. We're out of the trunk of Amit Subaru. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, all right, we uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>